News Talk Radio 1100, it's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. Here we are, another week, Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. Our website is chatterboxgameshow.com. Feel free to visit it if you'd like. Uh, if you want to call in, if you're listening live, which you can do now, if you're at our website, there's a little link to the KFNX. Uh, our phone number is 866-536-1100. Only call it if it's live. Don't call it when it's not live. I mean, unless you want to talk to somebody else. You'll probably talk to somebody else. You'll find else. somebody, you know, you unless will. it's at night. I think they just, it's all taped stuff at night. Anyway. Uh, we talk about video games. That's what we do here. Ara, you're uh, you're feeling better. I'm not only feeling better. I'm also independently locomoting. That that is really uh, a big deal for you. It's very exciting. I can't I can't apologize enough to our listeners for the, the audio quality of the show last week. And, it was pretty miserable. And yeah, and now this time also, I don't sound like I am calling you from Afghanistan. Did you listen to the recording? Not at all. Yeah, it. Um, I'll take your word for it. It was pretty bad. And it's funny because I can I can identify just by looking at the waveform when I when I'm getting the show when ready. When the bad parts are, I can just see like there's something weird about this show. Yeah. Something is not right. Something's wrong. Yeah. So. Indeed. Anyway, um, let me tell you something, sir. Okay. I have gained a newfound appreciation for the complexity of muscle movements. Because you hurt yourself so much. You would you would not you would not realize how many positions and movements use your back muscles there's a lot there are a, a lot there's that many <laughs> and, and you say that because your back muscles were, were screwed up and you couldn't do anything because i you know as you know i'm always seeking to improve myself to do things bigger and better and so when i was hurt with my back in no good shape you know, I discovered ways of, of moving and wiggling around that would not cause immense pain. I've been there before. And it was just very interesting. I had to kind of like roll over on my side and then like turn up only in a specific way. And there's like only one way I could actually get up if I wanted to get up for like the three minutes that I could actually stand up until I had to lay down. again. Well. I'm glad that you're better. So, are you are you 100% better? Is there any inkling of, of this pain that existed before? Or is um, it all Probably all about 93% better. Okay, so you're still feeling a little bit, but it's not can, preventing you from I can, doing it. I can feel that it's... I can feel some, some remnants, but it's nothing that's a problem. So okay. I'm really excited. Well, I tell you what, I'm happy to have you back. Love to walk. Love walking. Really? Did, love... did you walk to the studio today? No. Okay. no I don't love it that much. <laughs> I love that I have the ability to walk. Well, that's good. Yes, it's fantastic. How was eating over that, that week or week and a half? Um, it was okay. I think I lost weight, actually, over the past week. I didn't eat very much. I ate a little bit. but Because, I mean, you got to sit up. and you got to find your way no, to the kitchen. No, you don't have to sit up. That's <laughs> okay. an old wives' tale. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, I also developed laying down eating techniques. And did you play any games? I imagine you had a lot of time to play games. Yeah, but I don't want to spend too much time talking about that. Because all you played was Disgaea? 
Because, well, Disgaea had just come out last week, right? So by last show, um, I had only played it all day for one day. And really previous to that, I had nothing else to play that wasn't uh, involving my, you know, my racing rig. And so I couldn't be doing that because that's, I think, actually part of that's what started this whole business in the first place. But anyway. Wait, using that thing? Yeah. Why? Because I... I drove like two, two and a half hour endurance races yeah, over a period of few few days. But it's a real car seat and you've been in your real yeah. car for for many hours yeah. at a time. But when I one thing that proved to me that my racing rig is top notch in exactly the geometry of my car is that I get the same kind of soreness after I'm in it for about three hours. Okay. So I'm totally fine, but if I'm in my car if I'm driving for like three plus hours, like I get a certain little soreness in my back, and it's always it's just always been like that. I think like when I'm just upright and like reclined a certain amount, it's um that's what happens. Yeah, I think the lesson to all our listeners is that we're old. We've just become old. Speak for yourself. No, no, you're actually older than me. So continue to speak for yourself. <laughs> Sorry, boss. It's all it's all up here. All right, that's so. So we've got to get to talking about games at some point. I played Gunstringer. I was... Okay, well, you can talk about that, but I was going to segue into what I actually did end up playing. Okay. No, go right ahead. Castlevania. Wait, the the XB, the, No, the old one. The XBLA one. And, How many... Yeah. Despair. No, Despair. Something... Yeah, something of Despair. Yeah. And... I actually um, just played that for the first time in ages last week. Yeah. I think last I bought. I so. bought one level, one extra level... Because I was angry that all the levels that they're offering for DLC are too expensive. And so I bought the one that was like had the 8-bit bad graphics because it was like 80 credits cheaper. Oh. I I haven't even finished the second level of it yet. Of the Castlevania? Yeah. So I I do not need any new levels. It's it's not... We should play multiplayer, though. I've never played it multiplayer. Well, yeah, we can totally do that now. The problem with that I had that I previously... Uh, explained about the game and that I will repeat now is that there is you get cool things but they come like items and stuff right there's always like I got a few items I'd never seen before right but the problem is, is that they're they're just too far and few between and when they get them they're not really interesting enough so I was just grinding on the game just to collect like new powers new items new weapons and so on and I got a few right after hours and hours and days and days of essentially just grinding and if I wasn't if I wasn't able to get up and walk around, like I wouldn't have even played it because it's the stuff like the reward that I got for putting in all that effort was so small that it was like a slap in the face. Well, it was just one extra level you played. I wouldn't want to go grind at all. Um, yeah, maybe you don't understand the way the game works. Like you have to grind in order to collect things because drop rates are very very low and they're all random. No, I know, but. But who cares? Like, the whole point of the game is experiencing the game. And once you've played it through, whether or not you've gotten all the, the abilities and stuff, it doesn't matter because you've yeah. played through the game. Well, the problem is is that I'm at an advanced enough point that, like, I'm playing on hard right now. And in order for me to finish the levels that I haven't yet finished, which there's only a couple on the hard mode, I have to... I can't do it, right? So I either have to play that level again and again or grind so i can find some better weapons and better equipment so that i can have slightly an easier time so that i can actually overcome that okay have you been watching the videos of other people playing 
that's what amazes me. It's like, no. I thought I did pretty well at it, and then I watch these videos, and people are just going through perfectly and with these amazing weapons that I didn't well, know. Well, this is the thing. These amazing weapons, they... I still can't get them because I've, I've even all the time I've invested, I have gotten like a frack. Like I haven't even gotten any of those. I've gotten the fraction of the powerful stuff Dude, in the within, game within within the first few days. Do you remember when I made such a big deal yeah. of it? Yeah. When it, I know people. Some people got them right away. I think that there was a lot of hacking going on in that game. If you ask me, there might be. There was yeah. oh, definitely oh, yeah. the number one guy on the list. Uh, just like the week after it came out some crazy weapon with Alucard that just destroys everybody. Yeah, in fact, I've seen replays of levels where it's like, level start, and then the guy, like, attacks, nothing, and then, I think you've explained this to me, and then level cleared. No, right? I haven't seen that. Yeah, and it's just like, you take three steps, you press a button, and then everything in the level dies. I think I did see that there was, like, uh, I don't know, people who beat the level in, a, in one second or something, which is obviously impossible. Yeah, that's obviously cheating, so... um but anyway, that's enough about that. I don't want to spend too much. Okay, so I played the Gunstringer demo, just the the freebie one. I haven't because you have Connect. Yeah, of course. Yes, this is like out of all of the Connect stuff. This was like when I heard about this game, I was like, perhaps this could be a good game. It is, but so here's the thing. Like I I enjoyed playing it, and uh, the thing is, and this is going to be true of any Connect game, and this has my always been my complaint with these these uh, games that don't have like a true high precision control like the move right um but like the original wii without the extra thing the wii motion control plus right do you intend to imply that connect has true no i'm saying it control. doesn't it has okay. very poor control just to be just to be clear i yeah. thought you were like like the move is still better yeah that's what i'm saying the, the move okay. has actual okay. precise control okay and gotcha. the the nintendo with the wii motion plus i think also has precise control but i, I don't have enough All right. now experience with it. Now we're riding the same wave. So the Kinect is, is very imprecise, and um, just like the original Wii. And uh, yeah, so it's lame, because you can't do anything that requires... like You just can't do that much with it. So it's all about how the game is produced to make it seem like you're doing something when you're not. We've talked about this before, I think. But in this, in this game, did you get a sense of okay, I'm not able to actually precisely control what's going on. Yeah, it, w it was built to not require precision. That's the thing. So, like, it was still really fun, but it's all because of how it was produced and the way it's presented, that it's sort of, it's fun to play because it's funny and there's a lot going on on the screen and you can do enough uh, with the control that you have okay. to, to do what you need. But clearly, like, if you had precise control, you could do a lot more. And I'll give you a, a perfect example when you open up in the demo. There, there's, uh, there's, this game has varied gameplay, like there's third-person shooter, but then there's also um, side-scrolling, right? And so the first thing you do when you play the prologue in the demo, it's the third-person shooter, which I can only imagine is um, one of the, the more common styles of play. Like, I don't know how many different types of gameplay there are, but it's probably mostly that. In this game, you mean? Yeah, in this game. It's probably the, the third-person shooter, but I don't know why I feel that way. I think... It, I just get the feeling that the side-scroller portion would be less of a focus. Okay. But I have no way of knowing, right? I'm sure other people own the game and could tell us. Fair enough. So anyway, you're, uh, the game, first of all, uh, forces your motion, right? You're, you're walking through the level whether or not you want to. Um, the only thing you do with your left hand... You're, you're on a rail then, perhaps? You're not on a rail because you can move left, right, up, and down. But the forward-backward is controlled by the game. 
Okay. Right. So it decides when you're moving forward, when you're not moving forward, when you're going to stop and fight an enemy, when you're not going to stop and fight enemies. Right. And so with your left hand, you control the, uh, you know, your, your character is a marionette. Right. You're, right. So you're holding the, um, they're, the they're, cross. Hence the name. Yeah. Gun stringer. Right. So you're. You're holding the, the wood thing that holds the strings, right, in your left hand. So your left hand's just elevated, which eventually I assume would get tiring. Um, and if you lift it up real fast, he jumps, right? And if you move it left or right, he'll move left or right. So, you know, there will be a log in, in the path, and you have to jump over it. So you make some very sweeping motion with your arm, so he jumps over it. But that's it. What if you, what if you don't jump over it? Then he gets hurt and just walks, continues walking through it. Gotcha. Right. Where he like stumbles over it, something like that. Okay. Um, and this left or right motion is very imprecise. So there's actually times when you're trying to like go through thorn bushes or go through a path between thorn bushes, and you're gonna inevitably hit them because your control is just not good enough to not hit them. Huh. Um, and when you're when you're shooting things, you sweep your right hand over uh, with a reticle, right? And it sweeps past enemies, very much like Panzer Dragoon and and uh, you know Children of Eden or whatever, where it it highlights the enemy, and when you're ready, you fire, and it just fires all of the people that you had highlighted prior. But there's no actual aiming and shooting. That doesn't happen. Gotcha. I'll talk more about it when we get back. Arizona's News Talk Leader, KFNX, AM 1100. We are back. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. And while you're listening, feel free to head over to UAT.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology. And then when you're done, you can go play the Gunstringer demo. So I'm going to talk more about this. Um, like I said, when your, your left hand controls um, the location of the character, right? Jumping or left and right. And this is during the, the third-person shooter element. It's like the strings. Yeah. So right. while you're holding the marionette guy, right? Um, your right hand is this reticle shooting thing. Yeah, your right hand controls the aiming, and so when it sweeps past something, you can shoot like a can or a bird. Like at or any an enemy. at any time, like it just as soon like as soon as you pass over that thing, no matter what, like it'll well, highlight or something. Only certain things can be shot. Well, sure, right? sure. So there's times when there's nothing on the screen you can shoot. Right. So, but like there's some birds perched you, on a you cactus. Have, you have to lock on before you can shoot. There's every no time. locking. You just sweep by it and then uh-huh. it highlights it with like a red outline. Okay. And but so that's you, what I mean. That's your lock on. Yeah. But I mean like you don't have to hold it on top of it for a second and wait for like the circle just to pass, fill in or pass anything. By it. Yeah, you just sweep by it. Do you get to decide when you're shooting after you've done yes. the lock on? You do. So you know if when you're playing like cowboys and Indians, or whatever, and you, you point your finger at somebody and you sort of like Pull your hand back as if you just shot it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's That's how you it's do that. It. So you, you sweep past up to six things because it's a six shooter. And then you pull, your, you quickly jerk your hand up to your shoulder. And that indicates that you've fired. How, how does that feel? Does that feel natural? Does that feel good? I don't want to say that it feels natural. But, I mean, you get used to it. Like with anything, any game where you're doing a repetitive right. motion, you're, you're going to get used to it. Like, this is how I accomplish this yeah. task. But is it is it pleasant? Do you find it pleasant? Um... You don't have to do it so much that it gets irritating. Okay. If you did, it would be frustrating. I, I sense that you're trying to be very careful not to be positive about the description of this mechanic. Yeah, well, I don't think there's much to be positive about. And, th- and that's the thing. Like The Connect the doesn't make for a positive experience. It really doesn't. The, the Children of Eden um, was better in, in terms of its control because there was less 
um, that you had to do. And and the thing is with Connect, when your body is the controller, right? If if you're not in a natural position, you're gonna get tired. And this game in particular requires these large motions of sweeping your hand up to make him jump and pulling your hand. Like there were times when I tried to shoot when I would do like what what you would think of as shooting your hand. Where you, on the radio, it's hard to do, right? right? But you just sort of cock your hand back a bit. Doesn't right. do the job. You have to do a like big he, motion. You have to do a big motion that sweeps back to like your shoulder or your yeah. head. Otherwise, he won't shoot. Which, which is funny because the motion, especially when it's big, like the bigger you make it, right, the less sense it makes. Right. Yeah. Right. And and also uh, the more tiring it'll become, but the easier it is to program for. Right. It's easier to identify a big motion than a small motion. Yeah, it's funny because you're moving your arm away from the screen, essentially, and this is to signal that you're throwing a projectile yeah. forward. But they want to make sure like you don't have to calibrate it at all. At least I'm, I'm, I'm guessing here. But like any player can do it. You just have to sweep your hand up, right? Yeah. And so that will indicate shooting. No calibration. There's no not even testing. Like an, an option to, maybe? No. I mean, you can go to your Connect tuner if you need to. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That'll just take you out of game, I assume. Um, but like you could tell, like it, it's very big sweeping motions. And for the one that isn't, where you're moving left and right and your character's, you know, just moving left or right on the screen, right. it's very imprecise. And that's why the Kinect sucks. But this game was produced so well that it was still fun because it was genuinely funny. Um, the graphics were interesting enough that I wanted to look at the screen. Um, the gameplay, at least in the demo, changed from you know minute to minute enough that it was interesting so in the first bit you're the, the third person shooter and the next bit it's a side scroller where you're jumping over gaps and stuff even though it doesn't really make much sense why you're doing it um and then at some point you're punching things you're you know you're punching towards the screen with you're moving with your left hand punching with the right and then later you're punching with both hands right so it, it mixes it up and that's important in order to to keep you engaged to change how you're going to be interacting because if you're doing the same thing of just holding the marionette jumping every once in a while, moving left and right as you have to, you know, jumping again, shooting at things. It's going to be really boring if it's the same thing over and over. And I'm sure the, the developers realize this. Like, you can't just make a game that would be interesting, put it on the Kinect, and expect someone to be happy with it, doing the same type of motion for however long it takes you to play the game, two, three hours, or 50 hours if it's a long game, right? Maybe. Really? You think so? Absolutely. Because you, it, it's you not... You tired of bowling? That's like the same motion, and people couldn't get enough of that. In real life, or we? No, no, the Wii bowling. Um, Did you get tired? Does I, that I got sick of that real fast. You got sick of it? No, not fatiguing. It just gets boring. Yeah. So, I mean, fatiguing is one thing. If right. if your hands are in an unnatural motion, right, yeah. where they're they're up real high, or and I, I'm I'll be the first to admit that my my particular living room, because there's a couch like right in the center, and the connector is looking down on me, like it, it's yeah. not the best setup. So I had to be in a bit of a precarious position to play. Like I was. I was sitting up on my couch in order to play, but you know, I've I've distanced myself yeah, from that the, reality. The point I'm trying to make is that I don't I don't think that a repetitive motion is necessarily no, but an uncomfortable rep- repetitive motion. Okay, fair enough. Uncomfortable um, right. is, and and they even say like uncomfortable. Try playing sitting down, and I thought to myself, haha, that'll never work. The Kinect doesn't even know I'm here if I'm sitting down, <laughs> so I didn't even try that. Um, perhaps I should have given it a shot, but. You know, and maybe they, you could put your hands out in a way that wouldn't be as uncomfortable as mine were because I was holding them up relatively high. Right. Uh, but but still, what I've realized is that when a, when a game has this sort of imprecise control, it needs to change it up because you would just get irritated at how imprecise it is and how, that how little I can, you're... I can totally see. Yeah, and how little you're actually doing. Like, it would just come... You know, I, I'll analyze this stuff every second I'm playing, but not everybody 
will. Not every player like cares right. like like we do when we analyze everything. Um, they'll just realize real fast though, if even if they aren't us and anal about it, that uh, you know, holding their hand up and jumping every once in a while is not interesting if that's what they're doing for five hours straight. So they have to change up the gameplay. And so they did a really good job with that. They made it entertaining to watch and to play. The characters are funny. And, and so that was cool. I like that, and I'd love to play the whole game. But it, it just reinforces the idea that the Kinect is worthless. Love it enough to want to buy it? Uh, I would buy it as bargain game. I don't even know if it... I assume it's like a $40 game or something. Like yeah. if it's 20 bucks, I would want it. And that's why... No Kinect game is worth more than that. That's why all of the game publishers who publish retail games are pissed off because nobody wants to buy connect games because no because they make a game and for lots and lots of people it's i'll buy it if it's bargain bin right well it depends on the game and the connect game doesn't offer enough gameplay to make me want to pay for it full price i'll pay for other games yeah I'm i'm just wanting to make it clear to everybody listening that with that sentiment that you just expressed, I think, is an exceptionally common sentiment. And are you saying in general or for for Connect games? No, or? in general. In general, there's lots of games that come out that you want to play, but just not that much. I'm going back to the whole the old line about oh, you know, used game sales are destroying the industry, right? But it's it's because there's just not enough games that people are willing to pay full price for is what it comes down to. It looks like, by the way, that I, I was right. This is a $40 game, which by itself is cheap. Okay, like the, 40 originally, bucks now. Bargain bin or full price for you? Well, I just said 20 bucks is my limit. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it does come with Fruit Ninja. But, um, yeah. I Double or nothing. Not going to happen. But, you know, it is legitimately cheaper than most other games. So maybe you want to play it. Give it a shot. What I'm saying is it actually is a fun game, but I prefer actual gameplay in my games, and this doesn't quite have it. So well, I'm not going to spend money on it, but I do want to play it. I do find it intriguing. Um, I'd like to see how the co-op mode works. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed to hear that. I do want, as much as I also share your disdain for the Kinect, I do wish somebody would make an incredible Kinect game. But anyway, um, that's, that's the ever-optimistic aura. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's just it might it might not. So there's a couple. This is really funny. I think this whole episode we might just be talking about actual games the whole time. I mean, I've got other I've things got, to talk about. I've got so many more games I want to talk about. There's this. I if was, we go through the whole episode without talking about the 3ds um, yeah. extra controller yeah. bit, Will I'm going to go crazy. Beside yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to. Okay. Well, let me get in a couple things real quick before we go to break. Um, so there's this other game that apparently just came out on PSN called. Red Johnson's Chronicles. Have you heard of this? I have not. This is so weird. I, you guys should go and find the game on PSN and just look at, just look at the preview video because I didn't even bother downloading this game. Okay, I just want to make a comment about how they're positioning it because this is a detective game. Okay, I mean, and here's their tagline, right? And maybe you can tell me if this sounds kind of awkward to you for some reason. Question suspects and confront them in breathtaking action scenes that will have you on the edge of your seat. So this game, you're watching this video, right? This game is like clearly about like doing the detective things that people do in detective games like Heavy Rain and stuff like that. You know, you're moving a cursor over a screen, you're examining things, you know, all very like very plodding, slow-paced activities, you know, detective game activities, right? 
makes sense, right? And then they turn all that around and they're like, and you're going to kick the butt of the people you question. And then, like, all of a sudden you watch this guy, like, some kind of, like, fight happen. What? That sounds like fun. Does it? There's fights in Heavy Rain. You want to do, like, plotting, slow, clue collecting, and then beat the crap out of some guy? You want that combo? Yes. All right, Actually, well, I just want the fighting and not the sleuthing. That's right. That's <laughs> what I thought. Okay, we'll be back. Hey, it's me, Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. Okay, so we're back, and I said that I wanted to talk about the 3DS extra... Contr- Do you even know about this, the controller nub thing? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so you know how the 3DS has a D-pad? Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about the, the stock price tanking and them being not so No, I don't care. The future. Whatever. About the 3DS. Stocks all over the world are going crazy right now. It's... whatever. So, it has a D-pad... It has the, the analog circle pad on it. 3DS has D-pad. Yeah. And, and then it has four buttons on the right, and it has some shoulder buttons. All right. Now, if you're me, and you're not, but maybe you're like me, you thought to yourself when they first came out with the 3DS or announced it, huh, I wish they had had a second analog pad, since everybody else knows that you should have a second analog pad. I mean, why not? Don't you want 3D games? You've got a 3D system. Don't you want to be able to move around in 3D space? It only makes sense. But they only had one. And now... One analog pad. One analog pad. You want two? You really want two? Yes. Just like the PlayStation Vita will have. Just like uh, every home system has. Okay. Just like... Everything. You're not using the second one all the time, but go ahead. Um, you use it often enough. Anyway. Like, when you have a system that okay. you, you can't create a new controller for, yeah. you have just the system, you need to put all the stuff in it okay. that you want... To have on it. Clearly, this is more important to you than me, but continue. Don't let me stop you. So now, <laughs> they've decided, I've, I've just shown him the photo. <laughs> he, just, he just turned around his iPad so I could see what he was looking at. So now they've decided that because Monster Hunter wants a second analog pad, they're like, oh, you know what, maybe, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's release a second one. And you have to slap on this giant, funky-looking thing to your to your 3ds it's like it wraps around the 3ds and like one of those super old school like charger housings for some, it's like a play school device yeah and it has an analog pad on the right yeah whatever you can find it on the internet and look at the picture if you want it's really stupid um it's one of those things where like if you built it yourself and could make it work in the system wow that's awesome but coming from nintendo no they should have done it a long time ago. It should have been built in. And now they're faced with the idea, like, they're probably going to release a whole new system with the analog pad built in. Why the hell didn't they do it in the first place? They just but shot themselves way, in the foot. This way you can have an attachment that makes your uh, 3DS, like, an inch longer. More than an inch, I More think. More than an inch. It looks like Imagine it's wider that. than an inch. Yeah. Because it has stuff on the left side. It's just done. So the point is, they. it was obvious. Anyone there should have known... When you're making this new system, you're adding the 3D, you also need to add in... I mean, we're giving them... A, they, we didn't have an analog pad on the uh, on the DS Lite. I mean, if it comes, I'll take it, but I don't, I, don't, I don't believe it's quite as essential as you do. But they clearly think it's good and it's important enough 
to create a whole accessory for it. Yeah, I can see that. And what sucks is because it's not a standard that people aren't going to develop for it. They're they're not like very few developers will say, you know, this is a dual analog pad only game. Yeah. Or if it is, then um, I will challenge. It's going to have a, an option to play without it. And you know what? Though so I will challenge someone to survey the number of games that use both analog sticks versus uh, just one on any given platform that has both. Um, there's there's a lot of games that do. I mean, they're 3D games. They're first-person shooter games. First-person, of course, right? But I I don't see actually even. I would I would venture to guess that there's probably about a third or less games actually use both analog sticks simultaneously. Yeah. Well, they should have included it. I don't care. They should give that option. And now if this bugs me too because there was a time when I think it was uh, Joe called into the show and he's like, I'm not even going to buy it at first because Nintendo has this this thing lately where they're they'll just release a new version of the system down the road. And I said, no, right, no, right. they refined their design. With the DS Lite, and this is clearly the the, the proper design, just like the DS Lite clearly, with the extra things they is, want. This is yet another refinement. And now, now they're proving me wrong. They are going to release a new version <laughs> with the extra analog pad, and I led Joe astray, and I feel I feel bad for that. I should not be wrong because of Nintendo's stupidity. They should have included it in the beginning. It w- it wouldn't have been that big an expense. This, by the way, requires an extra battery. Yeah, and extra inches. Yeah, extra inches. You don't want to carry it around. It's it's just a really bad decision. It should have been included from the beginning. I don't know. Maybe. I do. And it's right. it's not often that I yell at Nintendo. But That's they true. totally screwed up here. Yeah. They, they either should have stuck to their guns and been like, nope, system doesn't have a second one. Yeah. Sorry, maybe we'll put it in the next system. right? But now they're proving that they agree it should have been there in the first place. Or, and that pissed me off. At the very least, they're not charging a lot for it. But or that's maybe it's someone... Is it Monster Hunter, right? It's a Capcom game. Monster Hunter Four. Yeah, maybe maybe they made a deal with Capcom. Maybe Capcom's like, we really want this control, and Nintendo's like, no, you can't have that control. And maybe Capcom's like, no, we really want it. Here's a million or two dollars, and then they're like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, Sometimes it's, it's it Monster, Monster Hunter Three, not Monster Hunter Four, called Monster Hunter Tri, T R I. So I don't I don't even know what this game is. I don't know what Monster Hunter is or why it would need a dual. It's a monster game. hunting game. Thank okay. You. Well, thank you for that insight. That's, that's, that's what I'm here for. Truly valuable. That's why they pay me the big bucks. By the way, this the entire it's a cradle. The system actually sits inside this giant cradle like device. Of course it is. And on the back there's a grill and a laser pointer. It it more than doubles the thickness of the device. It's it's unbelievable to me. You don't like thick devices? No. All right. Um I got a couple other games I want to talk about. All right, go for it. Man. New new things that came out. Um, you heard about that new Blood Rain game? I heard that there was some sort of uh, downloadable Blood Rain. Game yeah, that was out, you know what? But I'm, I didn't play it. I, there's there's two games I want to talk about before the show is done tonight, and I know we're not even close, but um, Blood Rain Betrayal, new XBLA game. If the first one sucked so much, how come you were even interested in playing this new one? This is nothing to do with the first one other than in name and theme. This is actually a 2D side-scrolling game. I did I did think it was totally different, but yeah. I wouldn't even imagine nothing that they would do something good with the series. Like, like I think to myself, well, we're going to make a new game. Let's stick 
the name of another game that nobody liked, Conduit. I don't, I don't know. So you, you see, you, you know when we were talking over the break, and I'm not going to tell people exactly what we were going to talk, and we were talking about um, because I can't. But and then you were like, you remarked like, wow, you know, these comp- this sister and sister company really hedges their bets, right? Yeah, hedges their bets. That's yeah, what it's but all you about. would hedge your bet with a property that people actually care about. If you're Majesco, Blood Rain is probably their best property. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You don't point, have Madden. Taken. You don't have Tiger Woods. You have Blood Rain. You do with it what you can. Okay. Now, I don't. I don't care that it's Blood Rain. Okay. And honestly, this is just a wrapper for this game. It has nothing to do with the original Blood Rain. Totally different developer. Totally different everything. No Nazis. But this game. No vampires. Yeah, it's probably Nazis and vampires. But this game, right? This game, and then. Almost right afterward, I played the demo for the new Ace Combat game, which is called... Are they similar? Ace Combat Assault Horizon. They They sound very similar. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, it was an assault on my sensibilities. Okay. Okay? I can see that coming a mile away. I I will say that these A nautical mile away. Both of these games have a relation, and that is that they, to me, represent... Better than anything else I've seen in recent memory. What is wrong with the video game industry in terms of how they make games? Both of them sucked. Both of them looked incredible. I can't even tell you how good it looked. Beautiful, beautiful visuals. It could not look better. I couldn't fathom it looking better. Okay. And both games sorely, sorely disappointed me in the way they played and... This is just, I I hope this does not continue to be as endemic as it seems to be. But both of these games are great examples of tons of flash over substance, and in a lot of cases, flash that actually interferes with the substance of the game. So I want to get into the nitty gritty, if you don't mind. Please. All right. So let's start with Blood Rain, right? So... This game, I mean, like, the graphics are beautiful, man. It's all it's all 2D. It's got parallax scrolling, like, layers on layers of parallaxing. The graphics look beautiful. The animation looks beautiful. I was really looking forward to this. The problem is that once you get down to actually playing, it's incredibly bothersome to play. It's just, it's just a very, very... Uh, I don't know what the best way to put it, but... There's, there's a bunch of problems. They have, like, this weird control mapping, right? So everything about the game, in terms of visually, is absolutely top-notch. And when you get down to the mechanics, it's where things start to fall apart. Did you realize there was actually a Blood Rain 3? Ah, uh, probably. I don't know. Before this one? Yeah, maybe. So I and, knew there was a second one. Yeah. So anyway, like, let me, let me explain to you a couple details about some of the really awkward things that they did in this game, right? So one of the first enemies that you see, literally the first enemy is this guy who shoots a bullet at you, right? Okay. And the bullet is, like, at chest height, right? So you're like, oh, here's a bullet coming across the screen, just like in all the other 2D games that I've played for years and years. Oh, I I want to duck to avoid it, right? Can't duck. There's no conventional way of ducking, right? So right off the bat, right, like, we find this very awkward mapping of how you see a situation where you expect to do something that's very plain, and you can't even do that, right? So that was a problem. Uh, so, and so this is the first thing you did? You didn't even get to realize that ducking wasn't an option prior to getting shot? No. Could you jump? You can jump. 
And I would fact, like to think so with a side there, scroll. There is a way to jump to duck, but it's not conventional. You have to hold down the attack button, and you only duck briefly because it's actually a charge move where you happen to be ducking, and you can't remain in. It's not a stable state, you know. Okay. So it's just it's very awkward. I, I got a few more of these that I wanna I wanna paint a picture for you guys when we come back. I'm looking forward to that picture. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio, and we're talking about Blood Rain. Which I didn't realize looks like an Atlas game. Blood Rain Betrayal. You mean like Atlas, like the company that, yeah. like Disgaea. It's very cartoony. Sure. It's very cartoony. I was actually thinking it uh, very much like, um, what's that What's that uh, fighting game? That's the 2D graphics. Blaze Blue. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like Blaze Blue. Yeah, I mean... The the movements are incredibly fluid. There's actually now that you mentioned that, you know why I don't play games like like Dark Darkstalkers. No, I don't. Maybe um and actually like Blaze Blue is a really good example of that too, right? There's when you look at fighting games, right? There's a certain class of fighting games, and I would group like Darkstalkers and like Blaze Blue in, in kind of that um category where the the movements. And the way that like your character moves across the screen are a lot of times very unconventional. Does that make sense? No, I don't know how that's different than your normal fighting game. Like for example, in a regular fighting game, I press the punch button and I'll like I'll just he'll just punch, right? Yes. And maybe one of those other games, you press an attack button and they'll like deform their body across the screen in a weird way, you know? Okay, I know what you're saying. And I'm not talking, and and you get this, it's. It takes you longer to acclimate yourself to that type of style because it is so unconventional. And I got a little bit of feeling from that, from this game, too. She's morphing? She's not really morphing. It's just when when you move around sometimes, when you attack sometimes, the character displaces in ways that are a little bit unexpected. And that it's just one of those many little things in this game that go toward just making you just wonder, like, what, what's going on here? Why is this doing this? You know, instead of you just enjoying the rhythm of the game, it's like the rhythm is off kilter. And and so that that was one element. And does it only have to do with how she moves or also how she attacks? Well, yeah, and she, how she attacks, which is what I mean by how she moves. I'm, okay. I'm combining those all into one thing. Gotcha. Right? So it's just her whole, like, attack, defense, movement package... It's not as bad as, you know, some of like the weirder characters in Dark Darkstalkers, but it's it's a little bit it, it takes I don't know why, like I don't know why they did it that way when they could have done it in a way that is less jarring. Let me put it that way. There's there's a couple other things they do that in and of themselves, like not a big deal, but kind of like the whole like combination of these annoyances leads to just a really unpleasant gameplay experience. Right? So another one of these things is that uh, again, first level, right? There are these areas that are illuminated by these yellow lights, and oh, if you're in them, it kills you, right? And not right away. You have a you have a health meter, but well, you're well, a vampire. Yes, right. But these yellow lights, right? They are not even necessarily more lit than 
the other parts of the level. I would say that the way that they depicted them visually is really inconsistent with the way that they function because, first of all, they're they're soft enough that they're really hard to see. And sometimes they're almost – you can't even see where they are at all because of where they're positioned. And it doesn't look like something dangerous. It actually took me six or seven minutes before I realized, oh, these things are killing me, right? And it's 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 really another another thing that's awkward about the way these blocks are being placed together is that your character is really big. That's that's the right? opposite of immersion. That's what's funny to me. It's that you didn't even know that you were being hurt or why you were being hurt. Right. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of the blocks that they use to assemble the levels are very large, and that seems like it's like the the proportions of things are a little awkward. Um. I have apparently I have a litany of complaints. The enemies are too repetitive. Um, I encountered the same enemy like I don't know thirty times it seemed in the first level, and it wasn't interesting to kill them the first time. They might have been Nazis, by the way, and it still wasn't interesting to do the seventh time. But here's I'm going to cap this at this last comment. Um, the biggest problem in general was that they. Okay, the thing about Blood Rain is that she can suck blood, right? And so you can actually suck the blood of any enemy to refill your health, right? The problem is is that they've integrated that idea into this gameplay system so deeply that in order... Like, you have an opportunity to regain health almost every time you encounter an enemy, right? So what did they do? They bumped up, they jacked up the intensity of the encounters so that you're way more likely to get hit. And the problem with that, there's nothing intrinsically wrong with that, but the problem with that is that it makes it way more likely for you to get hit by accident. And it makes it incredibly difficult to... They don't follow the Castlevania way, which I have explained repeatedly in the past, which is the original Castlevania way, which is that, hey, you know what? If you're good enough, you should never, ever get hit. There should always be a way for you to avoid something if it's going to hurt you. And they don't subscribe to this at all. And, and it, sounds, it seems like, it seems pretty apparent that they did that because it's like, oh, well, you have so many ways to gain energy, so now we have to balance that by lots of things that take away energy. But it all combines to a very, very sloppy gameplay experience. Your bar is going up and down constantly. And it was just, it was really too, too brutal. Ironically, I felt like I was playing like one of those 1980s NES games or arcade games like Russian Attack or something where you just keep getting killed because it's so obtuse to figure out how things work, and it's, there's so little room for error. It's just so easy to make mistakes. You so know, beautiful to watch, but so annoying to play. Oftentimes, that's not a complaint from people. I mean, the hardcores love, love to see a difficult game. Well, and because I'm wondering it's, if they intentionally just, made this difficult to sort of uh, appeal to them. No, I think that they made it difficult, actually, to support their, their blood-sucking system. I think that that's what they did. I don't think that it was Which, as if deliberate. If they didn't put blood rain on top of it, then right. they wouldn't need to do that. That's just funny. So, right. so the license may have actually hurt them. In this right. Case. Well, I, I think that like a lot of those elements, I don't think it was really deliberate. I think they were just like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to balance you, know, you gaining your health with lots of ways to lose health, right? But just because something is balanced mathematically doesn't mean that it's balanced in terms of how the experience feels, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you can't you can't just balance things mathematically. I mean, it all depends on the feel. 
Um, so anyway, I've, I've said my piece with that, right? I want to make sure that we, we say some things about Ace Combat. I was going to say, we, we need some time for that. Yes. Because yeah. as much as you're a fan of racing games, and we talk about that a lot on the show, you also really like Ace Combat. Now, Ace Combat, I'm, I'm divorcing from Ace Combat. Is that okay. just because they've had too many no, horrible this episodes? time, after playing this, now I'm sure. What is this, like number 10 in the series? It's like they stopped at like number 6 in, num- in terms of numbering them, and then there was like an, I don't know, it's probably like the 7th or 8th or ninth one. Anyway, they did, they've gone to a really, really drastic departure with this game. This game is like Ace Combat, old school, with God of War features, okay? And what? this this game, even more than Blood Rain, is really representative of what's wrong with game development today. Because what they've done, okay, let me... In fact, I'm not going to explain the whole thing. I'm just going to explain one scenario, one thing that happens in this game. I want to understand how it could be in any way related to God of War in terms of its gameplay. Style. Because the first thing that happens when you play, and this is actually a system in the game, right? Chain, chains come out of your plane? No, 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 no. I mean, I mean structurally, mechanically, not, not like thematically or concretely. Okay? They have this thing, right? Normally the game is you're flying around, you can maneuver the plane however you like, right? You can shoot guns, you can shoot missiles. If you want to shoot a missile, you got to lock on first. You got to stay behind the guy and let your, your targeting reticle actually touch him to lock on, and then you can shoot the missile, right? Totally conventional way. Conventional very standard. Thing, very I remember standard, it all. Okay? Very easy to do, right? Also very easy to learn and understand. Now, apparently they thought that that wasn't enough, so they introduced this new system that this is what I mean by it's like God of War. Okay, there's two things that happen. One of them is that there's certain enemies now, like the boss enemies, where they're like, Oh, they're too fast for you to destroy by conventional means. You have to enter a special dogfighting mode by holding down two buttons. And what that does, I was, I was experimenting with this before the show. I actually realized what's happening is that you get up close to an enemy, right? It's a plane. The enemy is a plane, right? You press these two buttons and you go into dogfighting mode. What does that mean? Dogfighting mode actually means that the game s- attaches you to a position behind that enemy aircraft, no matter how you it moves, you follow it, kind of like a rubber band, unless you don't give any input, it's basically like it's on autopilot and you're just steering a reticle now, basically, in order to shoot the guy, and you're being dragged along behind him. And on top of that, they have quick time events, which is, it's just disgusting. You mean like, wait, 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 wait press B. Yes, yes, it's press di- press the triangle button to get out of a... So many games do that these days, it's getting really irritating. It's really irritating. Yeah. You know what this is? These are things that they're trying to make the experience higher action and simpler for the player, but in the process, they're actually making them more complicated. A dogfighting game should be gameplay, it shouldn't be cinematic. Yeah, that's, well, that's what they're trying to do. And you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna buy this game because I found out I unloaded like 80 missiles into the boss. I can't kill the guy a normal way. I have to do it in their way by going into their special, yeah. special mode. It's ridiculous. Right. Well, thank you for listening to another week, everyone. Don't forget to visit uat.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology. We'll be back as always next week for another episode. Good night, guys. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.